Hello and welcome to the Even Steel Cracks podcast with me, George Losman. Me, Callum Martin. And me, Craig Riley. This podcast is brought to you from Larry Laugh's Comedy. It'll have some opinions in it, mainly from me and Craig, that some people might find offensive. There'll be a lot of swearing throughout the podcast, so please stand by. We'll also be discussing themes of mental health and suicide that some listeners might find distressing. So if that's you, you might want to stop listening now. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to subscribe so you never ever miss an episode. Why the fuck did you just clap? Not because it syncs the video up. Oh, hello Dickhead. and welcome to <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode eleven of the Even Steel Puck Cracks podcast. Callum, Which podcast is that? <laughs> fuck off, Callum's back. Ah yeah, you all right? <laughs> Has everybody missed him? Have we missed him, Craig? As you can tell by my silence, obviously not. <laughs> How was your holiday, pal? It was mint. Apart when, from customs, apart from customs taking your tan off, yeah. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, do I look as tan as no, my new sofa? No. No, not at all. You do look very pasty. How long were you away for? A week. He did just you, came back with a little piece. A week? Did you sit in the shade? No, literally. <laughs> spent a week in the Turkish sun and I've come back as white as my walls. He came back like with a, with like a carpet burn on his nose. <laughs> like it just looks bit. like all your freckles have just joined together. <laughs> I mean, that's basically all that ever happens to me. Just I just go from it. like white to freckly. A massive join the dot book. <laughs> so how was your holiday? Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Very relaxed and... Have you found yourself? I haven't found myself, you fucking arsehole. Have you sponsored a Turkish man to bring back? I haven't sponsored a Turkish man to bring back either. Have you made a date with a guy or a girl over there that you're going to try and get a green card for? No, I also haven't done that. Because we had a bet, didn't we, Craig, that he was going to come back with someone. Yeah, no, I listened to the podcast around the pool. Either either a husband or you're going to bring a kid back. (laughs) Neither. Adopt a little Turkish boy. Neither. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did <laughs> I did spend the night on the spare bed of a single mum. <laughs> Whoa. What? Rewind. I, to be fair, I thought you were going to say something about a kid there, but then fucking... No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So, they, so we were sat having a drink one night, and this lad, there was this lad from Birmingham, we called him Brummy, obviously, and he came barreling into the bar and he was like, I've just found a paedophile. And we were all like, what? Disclaimer, kids, this is what happens when you go to a two-star in Turkey. Hey, hey, it was a four-star hotel. Fuck off. Thank you very much. Right, so... Anyway. Four-star hotel for 300 quid. I don't think so. <laughs> Out of season. Fucking and hell. it's full of nonsense, apparently. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You can go there, so, but you might not come so back. So security found this guy in the disabled toilet outside the bar <laughs> having a wank. And they thought it was over pictures of kids, but it turns out it wasn't. What did you do? Go and join him? No. <laughs> dickhead. Did you suck him off? I also didn't do that. Is that who's got the spare room in the house now? <laughs> no, that's still my quote-unquote gym. Gym? What? Gym, that's what it's called. What, what, the gym where I've just walked past it there, and all it is is just got towels all over it. <laughs> just basically a clothes horse. <laughs> Full of wank rags. <laughs> it's a less efficient clothes horse, man. So what happened with this paedophile? Um, I don't know. We were all really drunk. Uh, I think he got taken away by the police and then brought back. Because he wasn't actually... Ma- it was like a whole big mess. He was having a wank, but someone had just caught him wanking, basically. So this poor lad... Because that's that- the only place that there was Wi-Fi. This poor lad's trying bar. to knock out a wank, <laughs> and you've all called him a nonce and got him banned out of his holiday. I didn't call him a Fucking nonce. Fucking shame on Where you. Where was he? Where was this bloke from? 
Who? Birmingham. No, oh, no, no, no. The, other, the wanky oh. lad was from Scotland. The nonce? Yeah. So the well, nonce... No, he wasn't even a nonce? No, the alleged nonce. The alleged nonce so was who from was, Scotland. So who was Birmingham, the guy that found him wanking? The guy that found him wanking, yeah. Was he disabled? No. Why was it's he disabled? He's in America. I don't know. He's been on fucking death row now. <laughs> <laughs> Callum there, the big um, grass. <laughs> I've seen him death wanking. Death row for kids. nonce and kids and all it turned out. He just wanted a little tuck. <laughs> just having a little go on uh, you porn. Yeah. <laughs> So you can only get so it's a four star hotel, but you can only get wank wanking Wi Fi in the disabled. Well, toilet. you just can't get wanking Wi Fi in in your room. So it's the shittest four star ever. Well, so if I you mean, needed the wank, you had to go in the disabled toilets or take your own dongle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wank in a disabled toilet? No, I didn't wank in a disabled toilet. Did you wank on holiday? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a wank on it holiday. Is the story really about you? <laughs> <laughs> You were the one who got caught in the disabled No, I toilet. didn't get caught. Oh, my God. Why does it always turn? <laughs> Callum only went to Turkey for two days. That's why he was away for six, because he was getting questioned. Wanking in the toilet. <laughs> so, yeah. Turkish prison with Ibrahim. So, so anyway, I've, I've come back, and I'm all zen and relaxed. It turns out I didn't, no. need, I didn't need therapy or antidepressants. I just needed a fucking holiday. No, hang on. Let's rewind. Because you said that you slept on a single mother's bedroom. Yeah, a no. single mother's bedroom. Because bed. of a paedophile. So, so don't skip over it. Okay, so we didn't... So at the time, we all thought he was a, a nonce, right? So and you, why were you scared of this? No, no, no. I wasn't. <laughs> so she had, she had her kids with her. And she was terrified. So like, you were the one thought, protecting these kids. Apparently, so she literally she turned to me and she was like, "Will you walk me back to my room? I don't feel safe walking back." And, and I was Callum like, was like, "No, I'll do one better. I'll sleep <laughs> in your room." So I was like, "Yeah, no problem." So I walked her back, and then she literally she was crying, and I was like, "Are you okay?" She was like, "I don't want to be alone," and I was like, "Do you want me to stay? <laughs> like, is that what you're asking?" For the listeners that can't see, I'm looking at Craig now with suspicious, suspicious eyes. I think, suspicious. What, I think what really happened was she went, there might be a nonce in here, grabbed the only other person that could possibly pass as a nonce, which is you, <laughs> and asked you to go back to her room with a kid. And you went, do you want me to walk you back to your room? And she went, yes, please. And then she started crying. You seen she was vulnerable and you slept no, in her no, room. No, 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 no. Yeah. Did you try and get in her bed? Did you I did try not, and no, at no point did I try and get in her bed. Is this going to be on ITV News very I hope soon? not. <laughs> it are will be gonna, after this fucking podcast. Are we going to see a mugshot in the paper? <laughs> a face fit. Uh, How have you, you seen this have man? Have you seen this man? With a little and it's just, it's just, you can't see my hair because it blends into the newspaper. It just won't cut. They won't, they won't even need to put a description. He will be, you will notice him because he's came back from Turkey with nothing but a peely nose and loads of freckles. <laughs> So you stayed, you stayed overnight. Did you have a wank in her room? Did you have a wank? I did not have a wank in no, her room. No, we've already established this. I didn't have oh, Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> so you just lied there till the morning and then left. I mean, I slept. And she was in that room with you? In yeah. the same room? Yeah. Did you look at her when she was asleep? No. There's no way. Did you stroke her hair? No. Did you sniff we her went, socks? No. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I'd never... Fu- Do you know, sometimes I wish I'd never fucking tell you stuff. <laughs> So you sniffed her pants and then <laughs> had a shower the next day and left. I didn't even shower at hers. I showered back at my own room. Did you fancy her son? No. Oh my God. <laughs> How old was he? Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> right, so we've established... What was, what was your nickname? Same as you used 
you come up with a really good yeah, nickname for a lad from Birmingham called Brummy. What were you like, Nancy Call or something? No, it's just. <laughs> Robby! <laughs> Robby! <laughs> that Callum's no, a bit Robby, isn't he? <laughs> I don't believe he, he told that single man, but he was looking after their kids as well. About his raw fetish. I absolutely no did not. Fan, well, he never. Also, not a fetish. It's a king. Oh, fuck. So, if that single mum listens now, she'll be like, fucking hell, I better ring someone here. That <laughs> weirdo that ties people up and melts wax all over them, sat and slept and watched me sleep all night. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were meant to be the protective man, why did you go to sleep? Surely you should have been on edge in case the nonce broke in. Oh, I was only just as... It was like... Oh, yeah. f- hairline trigger, mate. Were you like on, on high oh, yeah. readiness? 100%. What would you have done if the nonce had came in the room? <sighs> Throw his crock at him. Was he good looking? No. Would you have sucked him off? No. Oh. Well, that ends that conversation. <laughs> I know, yeah. So back off. So, so in... <laughs> God, I, I've missed having Callum back on this point. So, in summary, you went to Turkey. You in didn't, summary? You didn't get a tan. You you were non-swatch for a night. And I, wore, and I read half a book. You read half a book. Which is good going for me, that In what, like, six days? Yeah. Is there something we need to discuss here with your reading capability? And I had already started that book. <laughs> Last holiday. Yeah, what was pretty it, much. What was the book about? Uh, I'm reading Long Way... Spot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Wally? About 23 pages long. <laughs> very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> Callum puts his willy through the holes in the book. Hello, oh my very God. hungry caterpillar. <laughs> um, no, it was Long Way Round by Ewan McGregor and Charlie Bowman. All right. Yeah. So and you only went half it. So they only got halfway around, did they? <laughs> they're not even halfway around. Where are they? They're still in, in, still in, they're in Ukraine at the moment. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Right. So you didn't manage to finish a book. You didn't get a tan. You were on non-swatch. I didn't uh, pull. Did you didn't pull? I didn't pull. Mate, you went on holiday by yourself and didn't pull. <laughs> yeah. You could have fabricated any story in the world. Yeah. And, nobody and I fucking w- told everybody that I was an IT manager for the NHS. Oh my god. <laughs> What would you? I would not. I would have. If I was you, I'd have made up the coolest fucking job Dolphin in the world. Trader. Mate, look yeah. at the fucking state of me. No one's going to believe that I'm Mate. a pilot. No, oh. no. Do, do you know what would be perfect for you? Because you could get away with it, no bother. A nonce. What? Like a zookeeper. <laughs> a nonce. I'm a zookeeper. A zook- oh do? my god. You do. I should have done zookeeper. You look like Steve Irwin before he got dead. Can you tell what it is yet? No, it's Ralph Harris. Oh, Peter Falk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> go straight to the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I couldn't have got that any further up. Can you tell what Crikey, it is yet? she's a big one. Can you tell what it is yet? It's me cock. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely be a zookeeper, mate. Zookeeper? That's what, that's what you should start doing. We need to update your Tinder profile. What should I look after? Fucking animals, you daft cunt. Yeah, no, but which ones? <laughs> Like cute and furry ones are like the dangerous ones. Well, no one's going to believe you, mate, because you were shite on nonce watch. So you'd have to, you'd have to look after penguins. No, nobody's going to think you've been looking after lions. <laughs> Why not? Not a fucking chance. Because you've got, you've got some similarities to Joe the Lion King, but <laughs> only in his sexual preferences. Nothing Fair to do enough. with the fact that you would tackle a lion if, yeah. if you had to. So like, I mean, mere cats or something like that. Yeah, you could. Mere cat, mere oh cat. no, mere cats are shit. It's oh, got to be some off. interest. Gorillas, mate. Gorillas no. can pull your arm off. I could definitely... No, oh. you couldn't. No. What about... Uh, Flamingos? No. They're not even remotely endangered. It's got to be something that's, like, endangered then. The fish. What about SeaWorld? <laughs> do you reckon I could do SeaWorld? No, because no one would believe that a fucking wetsuit would fit you to go in and feed the fish. <laughs> Just a waterproof tent. <laughs> I, I think we could come up with it. Anyone got any ideas, right, of, of what Callum could be? Then please message in, and we'll we'll or we promise we'll update his Tinder profile 
to a zookeeper. I reckon you could be something like... I think you'd suit to be like in a panda enclosure or something. I could do panda. I was trying to shag the pandas. Have you <laughs> no, seen... They're, they're very picky, mate. Even they wouldn't... Even I was going to say, have you seen how hard it is to pull a panda? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the, the panda zoos in like China and that? And people dress up as pandas yeah. and then they sit and they just hug the pandas. Yeah. That'd be a fucking mint job. They do that to encourage them to breed as well. Yeah. Because apparently they're dead picky. Like, they're, they're worse than the people that are on your Tinder. They won't even well, swipe clearly, right. clearly, the fucking... Are you back on Tinder then? Clearly, the population oh. of Darlow's particularly picky. So I'm, I'm guessing you're back on Tinder then because then you were saying it was toxic a couple of weeks ago. And Mate, back I'm, I'm not kidding you, Craig, right? I sat... Do you know what it is? Out. What was it? Friday, Carl. We went out. Yeah. Went out on Friday, right? And I said, "Give your phone here, mate." So I changed it oh, to yeah, the profile. Oh, you told me about your first time didn't you? I sat and swiped right everyone. on his phone. On literally even, everyone. Even for like the ones that looked you, like you don't pay for it, even you don't pay the extra no, he is. money. He's, for it, yeah. he's got the premium well, so you've got one. Unlimited, t- paid... unlimited swipes. And I can see who's liked me. Do you know how many people have liked me since I downloaded Three. it on holiday? Three. Literally about five. One of them was his mum because she felt sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> There's me, boy. No, so my mum better not be on Tinder. Your mum's definitely getting fingered on Tinder. 100%. Yeah, she's not. Is your mum fit? No. You'd ride her. Your mum's very picky. Come on. <laughs> no, his, his mum's lovely. Don't talk about his mum like that. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, say, how Kath would do you already? Kath uh, is fucking scary as well. I, I, I said something once that she didn't. My mum used with. to work in a prison. Yeah, mate. Literal murderers were scared of her. I tried to banter on the phone. So basically, so basically, that single man would have been better off with your mum, wouldn't you, rather than you? Uh, yeah. you fucking useless. Should have flown uh, our cat over a nonce watch. <laughs> I tried to take the piss out of cat once on FaceTime and she went, listen, son, fucking pipe down. Remember, hey, Callum's mum is doing this and I'm sorry. <laughs> she, she's lovely, but she'd fucking do the both of us together. Fair play. Which is more than can be said about Callum, because no one will do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah as I was saying I was literally sat there swiping on his phone for about what three cocktails and yeah. not one came back <laughs> such a sad state of affairs so, no wonder he deleted it mate it was fucking horrendous but we'll get you there mate we'll change it to a zookeeper so, zookeeper we'll have to get you an outfit or do you that. think it's my pictures I mean one of them you've put on when you were dead thin so that's fucking I technic- have not are technically you, are you a fucking catfish mate, no yeah one of them oh, you've got you're going to end up with MTV soon aren't you I'm not going to end up with uh, MTV no because no one's matching that's my profile there that's not posing that's not oh fucking do you know what it is there I, I know what's going wrong straight away what you look like a rapist but no because the, they all look staged but they're not that, I mean that one is fuck that to be stage. fair what, to be fair that fucking that photo was taken a by a professional photographer. Yeah. Are you old in a pumpkin? You look you look like either a pumpkin or a dodgeball. Mate, if someone... Callum was playing dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> if a woman went missing, that would be the fucking picture that you would it expect wouldn't. to see on ITV. You look, you look like I reckon. Farmer? I mean, where did you even go pumpkin picking? Why don't you just do one? Why don't you stay? Why did you take a professional photographer with your pumpkin? My brother's a professional photographer and he came with us. Oh, okay, makes sense. Right, so we've established that we need to update your pictures. Yeah. I think you just need... Well, I mean... I, I, might, no. I might just firebomb my Tinder profile and just start again. I mean, I would, because the just, other one's not working. Just sign it? up with a new email address and just start again completely. Zookeeper? Zookeeper. Yeah. Zookeeper at gmail.com. <laughs> Maybe it's your name as well, because it's quite hard to spell your name. Some girls There's nothing wrong with my name. I mean, it's the weirdest way of Callum I've ever heard. Yeah, so it's interesting. No, it's exciting when, like... It's different. When, like, uh, companies put a cake at this thing to make them look cool. Yeah. It's like, isn't it? <laughs> like Krispy Kreme. 
Callum's eyes lit up then. <laughs> I am crispy and full of cream. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh. Speaking of which. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, so your holiday was good. Yes. Right. What have we got? Let's let's have a little couple of stories. Hey, by the way, what did you think? What did you think though of me and Jordi holding the fort? Do, do you know what? It was all right. Did all right, didn't we? Yeah, you did. Yeah. But. I can feel a book coming. I no. definitely wouldn't have spoke about the topics that we spoke. Nah. Well, no. Right. Not a chance. No, no, definitely not. Um It'd been sad fucking <laughs> rocking himself in the corner. But I think it was I think it was good to see you get out and express yourselves. That that's a good way of saying. Don't ever talk about the things that you talk about again on yeah. No, no. I stop just... picking on me when I'm not there because I feel <laughs> left out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least pick on me at in least front of me my when face. When I'm there. Couple of listeners it's have just, banter then. A couple of <laughs> listeners have just turned on and realised that Callum's back and gone, ah, well, fuck that, because he's only going to be talking about politically correct things now. <laughs> we need the fucking gruesome twosome back. Speaking of things, right, let's talk about false allegations, because I think that's something that we should discuss. Well, I mean, yeah. Happy to talk about that. Uh, Any input on that first before we? Well, go I mean, the the holiday story is a prime example of how shit can go really bad. Yeah, let's talk about that then. So, if that guy's been named the nonce as he yeah. has been now, and he wasn't, that could have fucking seriously done. Oh it. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It could have gone really bad. Like the police were involved. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, it could have very easily gone south very I think quickly. There's, there's a lot of things now that people are saying are happening, like spikings in towns and people getting drugged and shit like that, but. I think a lot of people are making up false allegations, which is fucking really, really bad. Yeah. Like, a lot of... And I don't mean to sound sexist here, but it seems to be mainly girls as well that are doing it. Like, because there's very rarely a man says, I've been spiked. I mean, it does happen, but it's not as common knowledge as it like as, as a girl saying it. But I've had first-hand account of people saying that they've been spiked and, and they haven't. Yeah. And it ruins people's lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, all it takes is an allegation like that to go against you. And... These girls, whether they do it because they're jealous or because they feel rejected or what, but it really brings people's lives down. I think there's a lot going on now that it is affecting men as well, primarily, because men are getting hit with these allegations. Don't get me wrong, there is some dodgies out there. There's a lot of dodgies out yeah, there. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like the, there's there's a balance to strike, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I I do that foil blanket brigade volunteer as you mm. like to call it so like I volunteer as a medic on a weekend is that where you flip flops out yeah and well no I mean but also to be fair we do do proper like I told you about the guy who lost his arm the other week yeah strange out is like, this your way of trying to pull the lessons with the vulnerable no oh my <laughs> fucking god I've been spiked here I'm Callum Bring me I know yeah arm. come here love here's my business card <laughs> I'll, take, keeper. I'll take you up <laughs> I'll put you in my cage and I'll look after you. No, but how many um, of them have you seen happen? People so saying they've been spiked. We that? see we see a lot of people who claim to have been spiked, and we see very few of those people actually f- like fail a spike test. So like, as in test positive for like non-spiking drugs. Was it a swab test or piss a piss test? A piss test, test piss yeah. Test. So it's a piss test that tests. Yeah, but it wouldn't, for, yeah, but it wouldn't it, show up it would, straight away though, would it? Yeah, it tests for sixteen different drugs and it shows up yeah, within sh- about twenty minutes. Surely that has to get fully into your system before it comes Mate, out if you're, of if, if you're on the floor... Oh, obviously. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, system then, like. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, if you're at the point where you're presenting symptoms of, like, spiking... Someone lying on the floor, it's in your fucking, mouth and it's in your system. Give it five However, more minutes, mate. Give it five more minutes. Yeah, but then I'll, I'll show somebody's fucking on the floor, fit down the fuck to make them piss. Well, you wait until they come round. I've usually done it already in the pants. You just fucking... <laughs> <see them out>. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them out into a cup. Yeah. Um... So yeah, but and and a lot of the time, like, 
And it's a tricky one because there are a lot of people out there getting spiked, but there are a lot of people who are just blaming spiking for their poor life choices. Yeah, because they've fucking done a bump of fucking coke see, and can't handle it or they've took some MDMA. See, I or... don't understand the whole spiking thing anyway because if you've gone out there and spent your own money on buying drugs, why gonna, the fuck would why you, are you, give you not Why are you them? giving them away? Yeah. Mate, it's so true. Lads, stop spiking. Start taking it. Uh, yeah. You might enjoy your night a bit better <laughs> instead of watching somebody fucking on the floor. Yeah. So, no, I think it's... I think it, it is quite like a... Is it an epidemic now? I don't know if say? I would go and I don't know if I would go that far. Well, it but fucking it's... is in Darlington because there are you get fucking Johnnies to put over your cups everywhere you go now. Oh, are you one about spiking? spiking oh, yeah. I thought you meant the false allegations well, thing. Well, that's a fucking oh. epidemic as well. Because well, fucking I mean, spiking's definitely an epidemic. Yeah, I would say that like spiking's an epidemic. It's it's definitely a problem. Mm. Um, that's, why, that's why we're drinking out of bottles. Callum keeps trying to do it to us. I've got I've got a like <laughs> you know the little. Bottle topper, spikies. They're called spikies. The little plastic bottle toppers. Why have you got that for in your own house, you fucking weirdo? No, it's not. I just... I've got them from... Callum sat by himself on the sofa going, no one's going to spike me. (laughs) (laughs) While I'm also trying to slip myself something. (laughs) Stop it! No, you stop it! He takes it on a night down, he puts it on on his bottle to start off with and then takes it off and hopes people notice (laughs) so that they do it. Callum... Callum puts it on his so people think they can trust him. The same as when the woman brought him on a non-swatch and it was the biggest mistake she ever made because she woke up and Callum was going <laughs> over her hair. <laughs> so we've touched, we've touched on false allegations. <laughs> I, I, there is something I want to ask you, Craig, actually, about uh, something that we spoke about when you first came on the podcast before you came an OG. So what was the story OG. with you when OG. you were working offshore with your godson? If you don't mind talking. Oh yeah, it's just obviously we, we we spoke about. Obviously, I still work away now, and you do. Like obviously, we, we spoke about how hard it is, and what people don't actually realise the shit that you, you have to sometimes go through, without, without obviously look, your lifestyle looks like you, you've got a really, really good thing going, but then when shit does hit the fan, you can't just come home and stuff like that. So that's what it was about, wasn't it? But um, yeah, well, I was going offshore. I don't know, it was about five or six years ago and on the day that I was going offshore um, unfortunately um, my godson was only six weeks old he had a congenital uh, condition called CDH yeah. which is basically uh, the baby's born with a hole in the diaphragm so all their organs basically grow in the chest cavity mm. right so then what they have to do is they have to have a major operation put everything back in its right place obviously get rid of the the hole, but then what it does is it affects the lungs and then a lot of, it, it's like, a, like, if you research it, it's a, the, the, the uh, it doesn't really, it's very unlikely that somebody comes through it. Mm. Like my godson passed away six weeks old and uh, on the day that I was going offshore, obviously I was in the, the uh, I think it was the Freemans in Newcastle. Yeah. I literally had to leave there then go to my own house, jump in a higher car because I'd missed all the trains and drive to Brighton on my own after I'd just seen that. Mm. And then, obviously, went offshore for a month. Um, Because the funeral was organised halfway through my trip and I couldn't get home, I ended up having to watch the funeral on an, on an iPad in, in a room on my own in the middle of the North Sea. Yeah. I think that that's one of the points that I think a lot of people don't get really about when you're working away. Like, 
like you say there, people think that you get loads of money and the amount of times that people say it to me and to you, oh, look at the lifestyle you've got and that, but the things you miss is fucking mental. Yeah. Like, I know you, Callum, I'm pointing at you like people can see. <laughs> like, I know you work a lot of hours, but... I did work away for a while, though. You forget that. Yeah, I spent London. two years working away. Yeah. But, I mean, the beauty of being at home, yes, you might not get as much money as some people would do that work away. I mean, it's not that you don't get good money, because I know you do now, you big posh bastard, but, like... <laughs> Like yeah, but I get I get to have a life. Yeah, and if someone rang like you I and come said, home every day. If your brother rang you and said your mum's not well, you could be home and yeah, at the house. I'd, I'd literally, I'd leave work immediately and I'd just I'd yeah. be at the hospital. See, whereas now, like with Katie being pregnant as well, like I'm due to go offshore in a couple of days. Well, about a week and a half, but I don't know if she's gonna have the baby early. So that's on my mind now. Yeah, yeah. it's not like because you can. Have, oh yeah, because she's at that point now. Yeah, she's she? at the point where she could just pop. Like, hopefully she goes all the way to when the due date is, but I'm going to have to go on that rig now. I'm doing a dangerous me. job at that. Yeah, plus she can't even ring me. Like, yeah, she can get through to like... Oh, when you the, do something. The con- yeah, <laughs> <decently. laughs> yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, I've seen your Instagram stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, if she rang me then and I was on the rig in Norway and she said, right, you need to come home, I'm having the baby, 99% chance I'm not going to get back in time. Well, yeah. Like, for oh, her to go in. I would say there's absolutely no way yeah. you're making it back from Norway. So that's something that plays. Like, how, well. how only, long only is that? if there's a 24 hour. Like, like she's in labour for 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. how long's the chopper ride alone? Well, yeah, it takes a good day to get back, really, with like the flights and that. But that's something that, that's weighing on my head now. That's been bothering me quite a bit. But yeah, it's, it's all right. right. I'll be there. Don't worry. You can fuck off. You're not allowed nowhere near that No, but like it is something if she's that in, If she's me. in a vulnerable place, I'll sleep on the spare bed. Oh yeah, on non-swatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it's something that people don't really take into account. The same no. as like, see when we went out on Friday, hmm? did you notice there was a big difference in how I was on that night? Oh yeah. For one, I left at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> like, yeah. We went out for Easter. Was it Good Friday? Good, fr- um, Good Friday. Good Friday. We went to stay out till like, we started drinking at what, two o'clock or something, didn't we? Yeah, it was about that. Um, we were meant to stay out like all night with all the plans of staying out late and going to the shitholes in the town and that. And to be fair, we about... did go to all the shitholes in we town. We did, yeah, to be honest. We were, we were in there at about four in the afternoon. Yeah, but I just came to like eight o'clock and I was like, I'm ready. Well, to be honest, I was ready to go at fucking five o'clock if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. But like, sometimes your head's just pickled, in it? Like, that's the thing as well with like, I don't know, you can't really relate as much with it at the moment of like, what me and Callum talk about with like the PTSD and yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. mega men's mental health side of things. But like, it's funny how it does come up. I mean, you know, I hope you don't mind me saying, I spoke to you on the phone before and you've been like, jawed my heads up my ass. Yeah. Like massively in it for your own things that yeah, you've that's, got going yeah. on. And like, that's only, that's only something new for me as well though. That I yeah. don't normally say a thing. Do you think that's because you've rubbed I, off me with me and Callum? Well, I don't know. Maybe. I, obviously the, you, you feel like sometimes you, you can't, you, is it it's a big cliche? And you still can't. I've noticed Bloke a big still difference can't, in you though. Bloke still can't talk, but I'm getting better. I'm yeah. still not. I still don't go into big detail, but I'm happy to turn around now and go. Are you right? Maids up my ass a bit. I need to do some it. Mm. Mm. That's good though, because you said before, didn't you, that like you'd you'd never say nout. And then you're ready to get that then full of then pickles have, that you yeah, just then have, then a have a fucking blow. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just yeah. have a big blowout, and it. Normally it'd be when you're having a drink or something like that. You'd have, you'd have a drink and then that'd escalate and then and then before then you're freaking 
you're sat in teams for no reason or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because I've noticed a difference in you since we've became like closer friends, like the three of us and that. Like you do ring up and say, I'm, my head's fucking battered here. Yeah. And then we talk for a bit, take the piss out of each other, and then we're back to normal. But yeah. like, I've noticed it a lot with changing medication as well, because you don't, you don't take any medication, no. do you? Like me and Cal do. And my doctor's put me down on my medication now by a fucking lot as well, Cal. Yeah. Like we were is. talking about it the other day. Yeah, it's like That's a serious. That's a fair old jump, It's that. a serious decrease in tablets. But like, I think that was probably part of why I didn't want to be out. But then again, the only person I could really talk about was you on that night. Yeah. Because my other mates, if I was like, oh, listen, I've changed my medication, I'm coming down like off the yes. higher dose and I want to go and they'd be like, I know they are good mates, but they wouldn't understand it because they don't have the same yeah. like idea. They were, yeah. they were just like, a couple of them were like, well, well, just fucking stay out. And I was like, I have to go. Yeah. Like even when we were in that place, that ropey place at the end, I just felt, <laughs> I just felt on edge there. Yeah. Do you know, like, even though the people that were on in there... Boot and Shoe? No, no. Which one? Just one of the venues that we were in towards the end. Doesn't matter, I'm not going to name it anyway. Oh, right, the one okay. where I left from. Oh, place. right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I felt like, even though everyone was in there and they were having a good time, I just felt dead edgy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's weird because I feel like I've made a massive, like, progression in my mental health, but then it just comes back and it's you. Does that happen to you? Yeah, definitely. Um... I think one of the other things as well is, like, being on, like, those tablets and stuff, they don't play well with booze. Mm. Like, I get, my hangovers themselves aren't too bad, but, like, the, the beer fear, like, that I get, the ne- the, like, the next day is unreal. Yeah, you had it bad, though, the next day, didn't you? Like, literally. You oh, yeah we, yeah, we went for a beer, didn't we? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I end up in, like, in a pit, which is why I don't drink very often anymore. I mean, I say we're sat drinking again tonight and I've drank three days this weekend or whatever. But like, I mean, generally speaking, I don't drink all that often. So how do you, how do you feel, Craig, that you've started to change your mindset personally to being able to speak about it more? What do you, do you feel it's benefited you more? No, it's good, it's good that, you, that I, can, I feel like I can, but like, I still won't do that. I make the choices who I'd, who I'd say that to. Yeah. I wouldn't say it to anyone or anyone. Like, it's, it's obviously a bit easier for me to say something like, if my head is up my ass or I'm going through a bit of shit or whatever, it's easier for me to mention it to the likes of you hmm. because you understand and it, I feel like there'd, there'd be no judgment there. Whereas, don't get me wrong, my mates are mint. My mates are like, my good mates and stuff like that, the quality. But sometimes like, you feel like you can't because you don't want to, you don't want to bother them. Whereas I know, I know that... It just bother me instead. No, it doesn't bother you. No, but you know you're not bothering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I know, obviously everyone's got their own shit going and sometimes... I think that's that, my biggest thing with that. Is obviously, if, you, if, you, if my head's fucked, I just... I don't want to bother somebody else because I know they've got their own shit going on as well. Yeah. So if you then, hard work. Here's a question for you then. So if you were at the point where you felt you couldn't go on anymore, right? Like you were not not suicidal, but you were just fucking really, really, like your head was battered, right? And, and you couldn't get through to me. Say I was on the rig and you were really, really in a bout of depression. Would you reach out and phone someone like Samaritans or something like that? I don't know. It's a hard question to answer that because I, I don't... I, even though I'd, my head is battered sometimes, I don't think I'd ever, I'd ever get to that point. Why not, though? Why? I don't know. I don't know. What I just, stops I, you? I just, just... Is it your kid? I think I can, no, I think, no, no. I think do I can, you mean I, that you would never get to the point where you felt no, like I don't, you I don't need feel, to yeah, do I don't, it? I don't feel like I'd ever, ever be in that, that situation. Right. Mm. I, 
even though I've had shit going, f like, obviously sh splitting up with the baby's mum and stuff like that, going through shit times like that sort of thing, I always seem to pull myself around. Whether it's by... I just keep but myself, I wonder I, if that's the difference I keep between... Myself, I, I keep myself dead busy when I do, you know, mm. just keep myself busy. I've, I have, I have like, three, four days off at a time, and it's very rare that I'm in the house any, any time you FaceTime. But there must be something... Out. There must be something what helps you get to that point where you think you'd never get like that. Like I've, I don't know. Yeah, not like having I a mental get, illness. Yeah, like the gym, but, but not necessarily stuff like that that pulls me around. And but stuff not like everybody that. that gets to that point has a mental illness. The where they want to fucking kill themselves or they feel like they can't go on anymore. Not every single person has like PTSD, anxiety, depression. It can just come onto you. Yeah. So and Craig's a prime example of that. Like he's not to the point where he feels like he'd ever get. To a point where he couldn't go on, but why? That's what I want to know. What, what know. is it that stops I don't you? Know. I, don't, I don't know if it's just. Uh, Have you just. Even them? now and again, like, even though you're sad or whatever and stuff like that, I can pull myself round eventually. I might feel like shit at the time, but I always seem to pull myself round and, so, and then I don't. So, what do you do? Because I know a lot of people will be listening to this podcast, right? Because I've spoken to people that listen to this podcast that get to the point where they feel like they're struggling. So, what. From a normal person like you, mm -hmm. not like me and Cal, <laughs> that, that are fucking drugged up to the eyeballs. From a normal lad like you, that doesn't didn't necessarily feel like they could speak out as much before because it wasn't the thing to do. Yeah. So to now get to the stage where you feel like you could call me, which is great. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. It's fucking that makes me feel really happy. But like. To go from the lad that you were when I met you, where you were all like fucking big ballsy. Yeah, just like, bottled up, just, everything bottled yeah, up all the time. To, to now, where you feel like you can speak <coughs> about it, to, even if it's one person, what's what's made that change? Don't know. Don't know. Just, just, and what, well, what's your coping mechanisms then? You said the gym. Music, the gym. So throwing yourself into something? Yeah, just keeping busy. If you, if you, I believe massively that if you keep your, if you keep your head busy... You don't have time to think about anything else. That's a good point. Mm. So if you're in the gym and you you throwing weights about, or I, I go I go to Tees Barrage quite a lot, don't I? I'm, fucking, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm there all the time. Yeah. I just go and do a couple of laps around the barrage. Yeah. Why are you and walking it, and stuff like that? My, my dad's always had a, had a saying: if you're um, why are you marching? You're not fighting, are you? So yeah. as long as you, as long as you keep moving, if you keep moving, you keep doing what, keep yourself busy. My little boy keeps me busy as well. Mm. And, yeah, I don't know. Just it, it's always been a. I've I always think, I've always used the gym as a form of therapy. The I think the interesting thing about that is when I get bouts of depression, like one of the most difficult things I have is being able to do something. Yeah. So I know that getting outside and going for a walk will make me feel better, mm. but my depression means that I can't get out of bed. So have you got any like mantras, Cal, that you have in your head to get you over things? Not mantras so much, just like, sometimes it's just about seeing what it is, mm. and that's what like, that's what my tablets allow me to do, is I can see it coming, and I can usually, it's like seeing a storm roll in, yeah, like, yeah. and I know all of these things sound super cliche, and no, all but you're visualising it. it, aren't you? But you're literally, it, you're yeah, like, you, it, you? You, yeah, you're putting in, like, yeah, you're personifying it, or whatever, and... Um, so yeah, so like I, I can see it. It's like a storm rolling in, and I know like sometimes you can see when it's going to be worse than other times, and it's like um, so I know like sometimes I'll need to like hunker down and ride it out. 
sometimes I'll need to just go out and find like some something to do do you know what I mean like or someone to to talk to about it or whatever but genuinely sometimes I just need to fucking stay in bed for two days mm. and just just let it go See, that'd be, I mean? my, that'd be my worst thing, that. Me too. If I stayed in bed, if I stayed in bed and think, I'd, I'd spin my head that much, I'd end up I'd end up worse. Yeah, Whereas well. if you get up and you've... Obviously, it's harder for some people to get out of bed, but you do it every morning to go to work and stuff yeah. like that. So it's fucking... It's just another... Just, make, just wrong, get, that, getting your like, ass out of bed and just even having a shower, getting ready. Oh. Even if you're only going to go and sit, and sit, sit downstairs and watch the telly, You've done something. Yeah, so yeah, you've yeah. took your mind off what you were thinking for half an hour, an hour, and then you can push on then. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Like, I totally agree with that. But there are just sometimes when... Because like, it's, sometimes it's, like, quite physiological. Sometimes, like, it feels like I've got the flu. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you'll feel physically, like, I, I, I'll have no energy. Do you know what I mean? Well, I ran and you and said, I felt like I remember you yeah. telling me I had to go and eat. Yeah. Well, that's the other one, yeah. yeah. So, like, I won't eat. I'll forget to drink water for a day and a half and I'll be like, oh my God, like my skin feels like it's going to fall off. And then I'll be like, That's oh wait. because you went to Turkey for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh wait, it's because I haven't drank any water. Have you seen that um, video on YouTube that the American Navy SEAL says about making his bed? Yes. And I, do you know, I follow that every day. Yeah. The first thing I do, I get up and I make my bed. bed So the whole point for anybody that's not listening that hasn't seen it, I'd I'd strongly recommend checking it out. Go on YouTube and just type in US Navy SEAL Admiral's motivational speech. It's really good. And he says that the first thing that he does on a morning and the first thing that they taught you in basic training is how to make your bed. And it's true, when I went through basic training, it was the first thing I was taught was how to make your bed. And people think it's a menial menial task and you're just getting up and they're making you do well, it because... I mean, it is. It is. In, in, in and of itself, it is. It means nothing, but, people but make, it's what it represents. But the, the officers and the corporals and the sergeants that make you do it every morning do it for a reason because if you get up and you make that bed, then you've achieved something for that day. Before because, you've even started. And no matter how shit your day is, at the end of the day, you're going back to a made bed. Which yeah. is routines and stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's what they say about the nice, the little things in life, and about the mantras. Right, I've got one that I've started using now, and it really works. And if someone's listening that wants to try it, trust me, it does work. So, I watched this um, again. YouTube, YouTube's great for this. I lose myself in YouTube for hours, but um, it was Tom Hanks, and he said he lives his life by the saying, "This too shall pass." Oh, I've right? seen this. So. What he says is, this too shall pass. So if you adapt that into every day of your life, then this too shall pass. So even if you wake up, like I woke up a couple of weeks ago and I was panicking, I was having a heart like heart palpitations, I was sweating, and I thought this too shall pass because eventually it'll pass. The same goes for if you're doing really well in life as well, though. Yeah. This too shall pass. So although you might be on top at the moment, you might have loads of money in the bank and you might have loads of friends and you might have the perfect job, then that too will pass. One day you'll just be that old person that's sat on a park bench and that is living the last few of the days out. So even the good times will pass. And I've started using that in my head. So whenever anything happens, if I'm really up on my luck and I'm doing really well and really successful, my gigs are going well, my job's going well, I just think this too shall pass. So make the most of it while you've got it now. But on the flip side, it's also when you feel really, really shit, it's not going to kill you. Like this too shall pass. So if you put that in your head, really does work to get you through things it's just something that i've used more and more recently and it, and it's 
when you know yourself, Carl, when you're lying there and you're having a panic attack, fuck me, you feel like the world's going to yeah. end. Like you feel like someone's literally going to blow your door off and you're going to die. But then if you just think, this too shall pass, it will. It's interesting. So have you ever told, in fact, you probably know this because, what? We got. Do you want a break? I think Craig needs to have a wank. <laughs> right, we'll have a break there. We'll come All right. back. The toilet. See you in a bit. We're back. We're back. Craig's had a wee. I needed it. Feel better. Sorry, boys. It's all right. Don't worry, lad. A three-year-old. It's all right. Yeah, Callum will uh, come to your house and be nonce watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come and make sure we're not three-year-olds. Come and watch your boy. <laughs> <laughs> right, so before Craig had to go and empty his bladder, Callum was about to tell a story, so... Yeah, Fire in, pal. I can't remember why I got onto this story, but I remember, um, like, we talked about the funny things that put, like, that pull you out or, like, that kind of thing. And I remember I had this big spin out. We'd had a fight after a gig. Do you remember? Me and Callum, yeah. Yeah. People can't see you. Oh, yeah. I forget that I can't well, point at the, people. The fight, there was any punches through? No, no, there was, no, no, there was not. It was, it was like an argument. Oh. So we'd had an argument after a gig. We both stormed off our separate ways and I'd come home and then fucking spun out. Like, literally, I was like, I've lost my best mate. Like, he's never going to fucking talk to me again, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this, do you know what I mean? I just completely spun out and I ended up fully breaking down. Like, I, I, like my brain just went and it went proper sideways. Um, and I rang you like like choked up bawling like you know our kid you know yeah, when a kid's yeah. screaming crying and they can't get the yeah. words out i have I was, never felt so bad in and my i was life. i was on the phone like that and i was like i'm i don't know what i'm gonna do mate i don't know what i'm gonna do and he was like don't worry it will like it'll be okay and i was like i don't think it will i don't think it'll be okay anyway i hung up right and I was laid on my bathroom floor because I was crying that hard. I felt like I was going to be sick. So I'd crawl to my toilet to go and throw up. And I was laid on my bathroom floor waiting to throw up, bawling my eyes out. And I inhaled a pube. Right? <laughs> was it your pube? It was my... And it caught me so off guard. Does it fucking matter? It doesn't matter whose fucking pube it was. It's a me. fucking pube. It caught me so off guard. I was like, ah, oh, ah. Oh! and like pulled this pube out of my mouth and just started laughing and I was crying laughing I rang you back and he was like what's wrong and I was like no I'm not crying anymore I'm laughing and he was like why and I told him the story and we just ended up howling about it Can't and I was like the pube. it was just one of those silly things and it was one of those moments where it just it snapped my brain out of it and I was like do you know what like just chill the fuck out, like, yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you're struggling at the moment and you're crying on your bathroom floor... Chuck a lot of pubes on your floor. <laughs> go, go and shave your balls and inhale a pube and you'll be sound. Yeah. Counseling session done. That is my mental health advice for people. <laughs> inhale more pubes. pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another story that I'd like to share with you that I've heard, which I think is really good as well. It's about a Chinese farmer. Right, and before you all fucking jump to conclusions, it's not a racist joke, right? Okay. It's an actual story about <coughs> about life. And Have you just inhaled a pube? Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> and it was really good when I listened to it. I thought that's brilliant. That it's like a good way, especially with everything that happened in like Afghan and things that have happened for you and someone that might be listening now might have your own thing that you think is really. Some people have a really 
prominent point that they think defines the breakdown or defines mm. the struggles or whatever. And what I'm about to tell you now is a good way to look at it, right? So the story goes, there was a Chinese farmer, right? And he had one horse, okay? And he used to work the farm with this one horse. And one day, what are you laughing for, Craig? <laughs> I don't know, I just, I'm just feeling like there's a punchline coming not, I just, it, it could go anywhere. I'm, think, I'm thinking of him in my head and it's not even funny. I promise uh, you, there's not. And then I also We're going to fucking also, ruin this for you, aren't we? I also thought that could be Carl's new Tinder profile. <laughs> what, a Chinese horse farmer? farmer. <laughs> Chinese horse farmer uh, with one horse. <laughs> so yeah, the Chinese farmer, he had a horse and one day he killed it and put it in a chop suey. No, I'm joking. Right, so Chinese farmer had a horse, right? And it's really good when you listen to the actual ins and outs of the story, right? Okay. It'll take a couple of minutes to go through if I don't start looking at Craig and he makes me laugh. <laughs> right, so the Chinese farmer has one Is horse. Is why you put the microphone right in front of your eyes? Yeah, so, so you I can't look at you. So he's farming the fields with this one horse, right? One day the horse runs away mm-hmm. and... The village down below hears about it, right? And right. comes to the farmer and they say, I'm so sorry that your horse has left. It's your livelihood, it's your income, it's your way of life, right? Stop laughing. Sorry. And the farmer turns around to the village people and he says, I can't tell you if it's good or bad, mm. right, that the horse has left. So the Chinese farmer goes back to his house without his horse. And a couple of days later, the horse returns with three other horses, right, that follow him back. And so the farmer's now got four horses, right? Four horses, four more horses to work his farm with right so the villagers come back they're like this is great your horses game get gone away it's came back it's brought more horses with it and you've got three horses for free and the farmer says i can't tell if it's good or bad yet what's happened and so the village people are like what a fucking weirdo like the horse came back with three more like of course it's a good thing anyway they leave him alone his son goes out one day his son just turned 18 teaches the one of the new horses how to work the field right and he says to his dad, I'm going to take this horse out, I'm going to ride it. It's not a tame horse, but I'm going to teach you how to plough the fields with me and we'll get more of an income. So the sun goes out one day, bright and early on the morning, and he's riding the horse and the horse kicks him off, right? The sun falls and breaks his back, right? Paralysed from the waist down. So the dad finds him in the field. The villagers come to bring a stretcher to take him back down to the village to get him first aid and to help him. And they say, oh, we're so sorry about what's happened to your son. Like, it must be a horrendous accident, what's happened, and if there's anything that you need, then let us know. And the farmer goes, no, I can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet that he's broke his back. And by this point, the villagers are thinking, the fuck? Like, his son's broke his back, he's paralysed, he can't work again. Like, it's the most horrendous thing that can happen to him. And the farmer says, no, I still can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing what's happened, right? A couple of months pass, and the Chinese army get called up to go to war, right? And the the um, platoon sergeant comes through and puts everyone in the conscription and says every able-bodied man and woman that's able to should go and fight for this country okay and the farmer says but my son's got a broken back he fell off a horse he's hurt his back he's paralyzed he can't can't fight so off they go son stays at home and uh the villagers come up and they're like look if you need anything while the rest of the family are away then you know where we are it's a great thing that your son hasn't been sent to war he says, I still can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing that he hasn't gone to war. So the villagers are thinking, this guy's lost a plot, man. Like, weirdo, his son's just got out of going to war. A few weeks go past, and the platoon that got sent from the village have all been killed, right? And his son was meant to be on that platoon. So the villagers come back, and they're like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Something's happened to make your son 
not go to war and he's still here all right he can't move his bottom part of his body but he's still here he can still carry on the family tradition of the farm and run it when you're gone and the farmer says yep that's true it's sad to see here about the village and what's happened but i can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet and so one of the villagers says to him why do you never say that something that's happened is good your son survived war by having his injury surely that has led back from having his accident and the farmer says no it's led back to the horse running away for the first time mm. that brought the three horses back with it that eventually moved on to my son riding the horse and it's a chain of events he said but at that moment in time I could have either turned around and said this is the worst thing to happen I've lost my livelihood and my income but then three horses came out of it same again his son then fell off and broke his back could have been the worst thing that happened but he didn't he had optimism and he kept looking out to the future and seeing that it's not necessarily good and it's not necessarily bad and he kept that open mind that something could eventually happen that led to a better thing and his son didn't go to war so he kept his son so when you first think that the worst thing is happening to you at this moment in time which would be the horse running away think about what it can lead on to in the future so what can feel like your darkest day at the time can lead on to probably a life-saving thing further along the line and if you think of your life like that, everything bad that happens to you, look at Afghanistan. I went to Afghanistan and when I was over there, I've seen some of the most horrendous sights that I've ever seen. And it's damaged me inside my mind for the rest of my life probably. But I still can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet because it's enabled me to do comedy. It's enabled me to meet used to. Wouldn't have met used to without comedy. No, I've got yeah, two, no. two proper best mates out of it. I've managed to go all over the country. I've met you. You said to me today, that you felt better by ringing me. Mm. So that might not have happened if we hadn't have met. Yeah. And all that stems from Afghanistan. So my Afghanistan was my first horse running away. Yeah. That felt like I'd lost everything. But following on from there, things do get better. Oh, yeah. So I think I'll leave it with that mm. little story for a second. We'll have another little break while we get another drink while you just think that over. And we'll come back afterwards. Okay. That sounds like a you problem or a me problem. That's a valid point. <laughs> we're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Mid-conversation. Yeah, well, we're basically just saying I'm Callum Carr multitask and I can't. Yeah. And that's it, basically. All right, okay. But, yeah. Just because only one half of my brain works. Oh, here he fucking goes again. He's going to tell you how he's fucking ADHD. No, it's because I'm just... No, no, it's just because I'm thick as pig shit. You've done well with your living room, though, I'll give you that. I know, yeah, it looks less rapey. Does it? Yeah. It doesn't look like Dharma's fucking sex cave now. Although there is a big open square where he could put some plastic sheeting down and wrap up a body. Like fucking Dexter. Yeah. It does look a little bit less scary. (laughs) I mean, you have got a pretty freaky house, to be honest. What's wrong with me house? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I've got an office with no. a multi-gym in it. No, I've got a normal... Got yeah, a... I've, have you noticed he keeps mentioning the gym? He doesn't use the fucker. But he keeps mentioning I've got a gym. Mate, hey, by the way, just in case anyone wants to come and work out with him. <laughs> like sweaty men in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. Like sweaty men in his apartment. You might, £15 a month. You, you can come round. Inhale, inhale a pube off his fucking million floor. He's not going to train, though. He's just going to watch you train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit at my desk while you put... Pump iron. Like on that Gavin and Stacey, you know, where Bryn has the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bryn has That's the literally what it's like. Right. So basically, Bryn, you're, you're Smithy? I'm Uncle Bryn. No, I'm no, Uncle you're Bryn. Smithy. He's Uncle, he's Uncle <laughs> Bryn on his camping trip, isn't he? Don't tell you what happened <laughs> in that camping trip, boy. It was oh, really naughty. The fishing trip. Yeah, the fishing, the fishing trip. trip. Yeah. Nobody ever fucking knows what actually happened. Fucking no. hell. 
<laughs> Come round to my multi gym and we'll have a workout in it. <laughs> You've got quite a good Welsh accent. I'm actually. fucking class accent, mate. So what's he? And you're very modest. I am. I know. Yeah. He's not big headed at all. Oh, I love me. Who do you love? I was just going to me. Oh, I see. Now he's like when it's on him. Oh, he's all cringy. Thanks for listening. Bye. So what we were talking now on the little break about strikes? Who's striking now? Passport office. Fuck off. I you can't even pa- get a passport anyway now. I think the passport office is the only one on strike. Oh no, doctors. Doctor, junior doctors. doctors. Not the senior doctors. The nurses not on strike. Is it? No, nurses have settled. Are you going on strike, Cal? And I'm not striking. You're part of the NHS. Oh, you scab. No, no. Scab. I just. I'm not paying. Have you seen how expensive unions are? You're not in a union. Twelve pound a month. No, I'm not unionized. It's not. I'm fucking. I swear to God, it's not. I'm I'm on a union. We got a fucking. Everybody got a leaflet in their unison. Have leafleted us at work to try and get us all to join. It's about forty quid a month. So I pay fifty for mine. I don't pay nothing. Are you in a union? Yeah. What like the oil? People Union. Yes, mate. The Oil People Union. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's what it's called, yeah. That's what yeah. it's called, yeah. Original name. Someone like you thought of it. <laughs> yeah, probably. We're part of the Oil People Union. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, no, no, no. But there's, like, you have quite a high-risk job and you probably get, like, medical cover and legal cover and stuff like that with that. You're a scab. That's what you are. You'd have been the fucking scruffy cunt that had gone down the mines when everyone else was, when everyone else was striking. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm no. Not, I'm not striking. Scab. But also, like, I'm not a nurse. No, but you're an integral part of the NHS. Well, I don't know about that, like. I mean, if anyone ever got a fucking virus, they'd be <laughs> and, fucked and without let's you, be, Let's be well, honest. I don't, don't work in cybersecurity, so... Well, if someone needed a new keyboard, they'd be fucked without you, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, probably. Let's be honest. Imagine Callum standing there for fucking four hours. Not a fucking chance. Ow! <laughs> Hang on! With a sign, the arms are hurting, the yeah. arms are hurting. Yeah. Equal the pay sign, for us all. The sign would read, my arms hurt, give me a pay rise. <laughs> so you're not striking then, are you? No, I haven't oh, struck. you're going to get your I fucking windows in. I struck at all. I'm going to put your address on here so everybody else that's <laughs> fighting for fucking equal pay. No, I believe, I believe that all the nurses should have better pay. So why aren't you striking then, you scab? Because I'm not part of a nurses union. Well, join one. But I'm not a nurse. But you're part of the NHS. It's the Royal College of Nursing that was striking. Oh. Uh, well, how will we talk about the passport office? They're not fucking nurses. No, but they're no, part no. of the civil, civil servants. Servants. civil servants. Civil servants, aren't they? So. Yeah, it's Why like the civil striking? servants and public officers union all or something. Pay, yeah, I, it's th- I think, I think... Pay and... Have you noticed how it's always pay and conditions? So, but, yeah, but how... Fu- they must get paid all right. It's a fucking fortune for a new passport. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. But, but, I don't I've just sent off my little boys his first passport. Great timing, by the way. No, no yeah, yeah, perfect timing. I've, I've sent off for his passport. It's it not even just strike. Not even on. just a renewal. Uh, his no, first no, ever one. First ever passport. Yeah, <laughs> sixty quid for a kids passport. Sixty quid. 60 I was quid. to be fair, adults wanted what ninety five quid or something. I was one hundred and seventy for that fast track one, and it still took a fucking month. I paid a fortune for my last one because I needed needed extra pages and stuff like that. Yeah, Charge an extra ten for for ten extra pages in your passport. So you think you've got problems, Cal, you little fucking knobhead. You don't even need a passport unless you're going to go to Turkey for a little jaunt by yourself. Me and Craig need it as an integral part of our work. stamp, yeah. Yeah. We need it for our career, mate. Yeah, you also make like 10 times what I... Well, maybe not 10 times. We'll see him there. Maybe not (laughs) 10 times. Exaggeration Maybe not 10 now. I've been promoted. No, but even before it wouldn't have been 10. No, I mean, it wouldn't be far off, like... (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't have been, like... I'm only joking. (laughs) So they're on strike. Do you have your own desk in that? 
Have you got a bigger desk now? Mate, Callum more? gives I've, out I've desks. I've got an office. Have you got oh, a bigger have got, office? Have you got your name though? on the door? I haven't got my name on a door. Oh, you fucking scruffy cunt! But I have got an office. Have you? Is it yeah. like? Is it like a cubicle? Like on? No, no, it's, a, it's an office with the door. No way! Have you got a window? I've got two. Have you ever told anybody to get in and shut the blinds behind them? Uh, come, no, but come I in have. Here. I have. I have shouted someone into my office and gone, "Can I have a word? Shut the door behind you." Or I'd be like, powerful, Fuck <laughs> powerful, powerful. What did what? Hey, did I'm person... not gonna lie, right? If you fucking try to shout with me. Uh, the, I don't shout. Go down I well. don't have to shout. What did you say? Come in here. Can I have a word? And then come in here. Pull your pants. Say, get your dick out. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it was for a meeting. Come, can I have a word? Just don't. See that there? No, he made that sound like he was about to shout at someone. But he's just, he's just organising a meeting. Yeah, so he sat there at his desk, and someone said, "Callum, you need to call in." It's even worse because it was a fucking Skype meeting as well. <laughs> <laughs> he was shouting at fucking no one. Callum, you need to get the lads in for a meeting. Can I have a word, boys? Yeah, get in. All right, lads, so what we're going to do is going to discuss if everyone's happy at the moment. It's yeah, it, it wasn't a problem. Have you got blinds? Can you close them? I have got two, yeah, I've got two sets of blinds. Oh, mate, you are fucking hey, we'll have to get him have, a sign. We'll have to get him a sign for, for and his I door. Have keys, like, I have keys yeah. in that, yeah. Can we get you a sign for your door? Would you put that stick on your door? Uh, depends. Have you got letters after your name? Yeah, yeah, I've what, got a degree in that. What have you got after your name? I've got FDSC, MB... MBSC. That sounds like fucking LGBTQ. You made that up, aren't you? <laughs> no. Or uh, an LS LCS. What have you got a degree in? I've got a degree in computer networking and computing. I thought he was going to say something like fucking drama. <laughs> textiles. <laughs> textiles. <laughs> my degree's on the wall in my office. I shouldn't say that. My sister's gone. <laughs> to be fair, hang on. My graduation photo's on the wall. Oh, yeah. That's sad. I thought he was going to... I thought it's he was not as sad there. as my degree being on the wall in my I office. Thought, I, thought he, I thought he was pointing like, to, to a dressing maid or something there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see the dress yeah, yeah. I made the robes I was wearing for my graduation. <laughs> I've got a degree in textiles. Textile. No, economics. The, the, the degree in David Beckham studies. That'd, that'd suit you more, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever have, right, talking about textiles, did you ever have a teacher at school that was a proper fucking scruffy gun? Like one that was horrible and smelling well, that. Oh, mate, we had one that was a fucking... What, you had about... Well, I went to say? Catholic school, it was the whole fucking school. Did you have names for them? Yeah. Yeah? What, what was Can't it call it, no, because it's fucking similar to the surnames and that, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Well, I will, teachers. I don't give a fuck, mate. I had this one teacher, right, and she was horrible, and I'm not going to say her name, because I'll probably get sued, but we used to call her Fleggy Peggy, right? Because when, <laughs> when she used to shout at you, she used to spit, right? She was like... <laughs> and Fleggy Peggy, and she was the fucking bacon teacher. Do you know what the food, was it? Food economics. Food, uh, food, food tech. Food tech. Yeah, and she used to come over and shout at you because she fucking croissants weren't right and that. She'd fucking barf all in your Yeah, I like food tech. My yeah. food tech teacher, no word of a lie, used I to look be. like Deirdre Barlow. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, the fucking glasses, the lot. Like it was my, it was my second highest grade food. I'm gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be fucking sick. They're going to be GCSE food. Fucking right, did you? GCSE food. Fucking right, did Fucking hell. What did you have to make? At least do woodwork. What was your showpiece? No, fucking hell, shite your woodwork. What did you have to make? Yeah, what was your showstopper? Alan Mary Berry. What was the technical challenge? Oh, mate, GCSE and food tech must have literally just been like bake off. Did you have fucking no field in walking round? One hour yeah. left on your marks, get set, bake. Bake! <laughs> Two o'clock and I'm a fucking bummer bang, cut me. 
Did you get a handshake? Of your fucking food, teacher. You got a bee. You got a bee in food. What? I mean, mate, right? If you think about it, how did you get a bee in food? The GCSE. You got the you got to make food and then eat it. Yeah. So was that your actual GCSE? Did you go to a kitchen and someone had marked it? My school had a proper. Prop, yeah, proper... did you not have like a proper food tech kitchen? Yeah, we did. Fleggy Peggy used to fucking start them down. Yeah. They yeah, do the GCSE. Yeah, is that how you do it? Is that so how you, you is know that all about mark? like what you can freeze and what you can't freeze and like. Yeah, but you still freeze. What are you worried about? But that's like the that's the tech part of the food tech thing, isn't it? What was, is that how you were graded? Did you have to know? No, like... yeah, 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 I yeah, do fucking big portfolio. Big show stuff. Big show stuff. You had to create the dish, and then you had to then you had to build on it and make it better, and so you could then mass produce it, and yeah, you just have to work out. Like, yeah. Good. <laughs> right, right, Craig. What did so, you do for bread week? <laughs> right, right, Craig. So for today's challenge, <laughs> I want to make bread as well. It's for, class. for your GCSE, for your GCSE grading, Craig. <laughs> for your GCSE cra- grading, Craig. I would like you to make four perfectly shaped volivants. <laughs> fucking volivants. Oh, fucking what's his name? Fucking scones. Oh God, like Master Chef. <laughs> <laughs> God, Chef Ramsay coming. Really this is unacceptable. What are you, Craig? Pizza. I'm an idiot sandwich. <laughs> Two slices of bread. I'm into making bread. What are you, Craig? I'm an idiot sandwich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good lord. <laughs> so that, got a, what other GCSEs yeah. did you do? Uh, business, I've got an A in that. <laughs> Were you going to open a bakery? Is that what you wanted yeah, to do? Well, no, yeah. mate, he was mass producing. He was <laughs> going to open up a Greg's, man. I was going to yeah. Yeah. I got AB, I got an AB, nine C's and a D. Where did you get the D in? French. We <laughs> French. French. I was shouting the teacher, the teacher did all my uh, coursework for us. What did you get an A in? Business. Have you got an A in business? Fucking hell. Oh, oh shit. I okay, can't believe fine. that you've done fucking GCSE food tech. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant, that. That's quality. I imagine that from you, Callum. No. Not Craig. Yeah, then I've done A-level I after mean, that. <laughs> You did A-level food? I did A-level food. Did A-level food. Fucking hell. Oh, my That's God. That's taking the piss, I've got piss, four A-levels, though, as well, see? I'm not a fucking thick You've got cunt. four A-levels? Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. Fuck You're God. proper smart compared to me. Fuck your degree, Callum. I know, yeah. I only got two A-levels. I don't have a degree, like, to be fair. <laughs> no, but I only scraped through two A-levels. Yeah, but what am I... What am I, uh, I also did am... discover booze and sex during college. No, you never college. lying, bastard. No, I did. Turned 18. Then it all went down and left that. Oh, yeah, yeah, one of my teachers, though, one of my French teachers, he had a fucking ventriloquist puppet. Shut you up. fucking swear, that was called Jolly Jim. <clears throat> Jolly Jim? And he'd gone sleep in your French teacher's office on so non swat. No, so no, he could I use got, you as a ventriloquist no, puppet. He was fucking class as well. He, he got sacked at the end. For nonsense. No, for putting, his, fucking... putting his hand up with the people's asses. Is that asses. why he got sacked? He, put, uh, he got, got sacked, yeah. He had a ventriloquist to me. Did he used to? Did the dummy no, used, used to speak French? That's how he used to teach. That's how he used to teach French. So oh, he used get to do the thing. Fuck. That's fucking brilliant. Do you remember that, that cartoon? No, but, do you know what somebody did though? When like uh, somebody took the uh, puppet hostage, right? Swear to God. Oh fuck! No, they took it hostage. Are you, are you sure you, know, you, you haven't know, just you know, been watching no, Safe by the Bell? Swear down, swear down. Took this, they took this puppet hostage, and they had it for mm. they had it for a couple of weeks or whatever. And do you know when you're there, when you, when you cut newspaper, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. They fucking sent the teacher these every day. <laughs> swear God, there was fucking hell on about it. <laughs> did they get the puppet back? I got it back the end, yeah. Did, did he pay a ransom? 
<laughs> I don't know, but fucking. Uh, I want fucking four A's in my French on the puppet. Gets it. Well, definitely wasn't me. Well, definitely wasn't me. You got a fucking D. Yeah, puppet. <laughs> that was a, he was a German, German and French teacher. Him. Oh, fucking hell. Start sending hey, fingers back of the puppet and that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see the rest because of Stubber has your puppet what was he called what was the puppet Jolly called? Jim if you want to see the rest of Jolly Jim again you'll fucking give me an A you little cunt fucking hell <laughs> Jolly Jim <laughs> sending Jim. fingers and that in the post <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. I, I loved school meetings. Do you ever have a teacher that you really fancied at school? Yeah. Oh, I used to love my drama teacher. Drama teacher. Drama drama teacher, drama teacher drama oh, no. Because my drama dance. teacher was a fucking. Because they dance. Yeah, yeah. My drama teacher was like a 60 year old bloke. Surprised you didn't want to fuck him? <laughs> no, he was fat. <laughs> I did. I oh, no, you see, no, no, to be seen fair. No, he's going straight now. No, 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 hang on, hang on. To be fair. pick on someone because. Yeah, because I'm fat. So he was a six-year-old fat man. But he was the first person I noticed to bulge. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. fucking god! What are you? Come on! Right. Anyway. So you noticed so was... your drama teacher's bulge? I, I noticed did. my drama teacher's tits. Like she was fucking banging, and she was married, and it was like it was devastating when we found out because we all thought we could fuck her. We had. Did you, did you ever I... have two teachers get married? We got we had two teachers oh, who were at school. school yeah. I mean, I'm sure they and did because the people, aren't they? they all got married. No, 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 but they got married to each other. Oh. Like, two teachers got married to each other. And there was fucking, like, I mean, the kids obviously went mental for it. And the guy was got, the guy was a PE teacher and he was called Mr. Large. And Mr. everyone was Large. like, oh, missed you like Mr. Large. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Our PE teacher right here, this probably probably get the little fucker arrested, but... He used to, uh, I remember... Oh, shit, yeah, I probably shouldn't have named him, should uh, I? Mr. Large is going to fucking prison. My PE teacher, I remember, when I went... It was a Catholic school as well. I remember going to a Catholic school in Ellesmere Port. And uh, I moved there when I was in year eight. And when I was in Redka, right, we used to go and do, like, rugby or we'd do football. And then we never... They never had showers, right? We used to just fucking put our <clears throat> clothes back on and go and fucking... Cause I'd yeah. at the, like, the end of the day and that. And then when I moved to this one in... Uh, Chester, like Ellesmere Port area, they had showers, right? And the school teacher, I bet you he was a nonce, you know, because he used to make us all take our clothes off in there and he'd stand at the showers and watch us all go in to get mm. showered. And if you didn't, like, if you went in with your boxes and that, he used to go fucking mental and he used to make you, like, get your fucking willy out to go in the shower. I it does sound it, a bit nonce, I wonder that. if that was a bit nonce. My school, my school had showers are you as sure well. That, are you sure your PTSD hasn't started a lot earlier in your life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And you've been touched up as a kid. <laughs> you blanked it in the back By of your Mr. head. By Mr. Large. Yeah, that's that, though, isn't it? When you think about it, that wouldn't happen now, would it? Imagine you wouldn't that. be allowed to stand and watch kids have showers, yeah, you used, no. you used to stand and be like, take your clothes off and go I don't. I don't think they're allowed to go in the showers together, though. Are they not? No. See, we used to have now, oh, partitions. Yeah. I'm sure my school didn't have partitions. My it was like partitions. it was like blocked yeah. showers. No, we had like we had like fucking full on Auschwitz. Mine was a brand new school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big like like communal showers where yeah. everyone had to go in. Yeah, weird. weird. But I don't think we were ever made to shower. No, I didn't have to tell you twice to get <laughs> get you in front of Mister Large. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking sound. Let us look at your bulge. Do you want to come for a shower with us? <laughs> but my, my school used to do like big amateur dramatic productions and stuff like that. This is when I first started singing. Were you ever that. in a play? I was in three. What, what were, were you in? in? I was in one called Bye Bye Birdie, which was about right. Elvis, and I was Elvis. Oh yeah, did you sing? I was the main character. Yeah. Uh, I was in The Sound of Music. <laughs> hey. Were you in that? I was a telegraph boy. <laughs> And delivering it. 
Uh, and it was called Hello Dolly, the other one. I was in Bugsy Malone, mate. I was in Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Fuck off, what were you, the Dreamcoat? No, I was... Uh, <laughs> no, I was uh, the baker. Craig, Craig should have been <laughs> no, that. Yeah. With his A-levels? Yeah. You were the baker? I, I had a solo. Is that like being a tree in a school? No, 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 it was it was a proper What was bit. your solo? What did you have to do? I can't remember. Hang on, should I Google no, the fucking lyrics? No, mate, we've got time to that. <laughs> So yeah, you were a baker. I remember, I remember when I was one of them school shows though, because the drama teacher was fit. I had like one to one dance lessons and that. Oh yeah, did you? Class. Okay, I was in. I was in a. Uh, All the lads are jealous as fuck. I never had a real part though. They made a part for me. I was oh, like the were fucking, you like the tree? I was no. I was like the fucking ostrich in the nativity. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like me. Well, they're like um. And the llama <laughs> entered. And then, then when all the sheep and that were there, then the lobster walked in and that was me. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, <laughs> clack, 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 clack. Yeah. I'm so pincy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was me. I was a fucking lobster. Yeah. Nah, but... Oh, Don't get to... snippy, Jesus. <laughs> I love... Ch- hey, looking back now, do you know when your mum and dad said and stuff like that, when you're, when you're younger, you're in school and they go, ah, it's the best days of your life. Fucking I'd love to go back to school. Now. I would now. Oh, my God, room. yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah, that's what your mum and dad used to say when you were younger and that. You used to go, oh, the, the best days of your life. Hey, one day you'll, you'll wish you were back and then yeah. you go, oh, fuck that, you hate all this. Yeah. yeah. And now you go, fucking no bother. Do you know what as well, right? Do you remember? Get out of lessons to go to fucking choir practice so that you can do the school play or whatever, yeah? Did you used to go to choir practice. Yeah, choir of course boy. I was in the choir. Oh, you were a choir boy and now you're a queer boy. <laughs> 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 I was an altar server for a while as well. Were you? Did you yeah, used to serve the boy. fucking altar? No. Would you suck the priest off? Never. <laughs> Would you have sucked the priest off no. if you'd have asked oh nicely? My God, did, you no. know, did you notice his bulge as well? No, I didn't. <laughs> Is that a crucifix? Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you know what, right? Yeah, think back to this as well when you're at school, right? Like, do you remember the worst thing that could happen to you was you got fucking suspended? Yeah. I'd love that now. I know, yeah. Do you know if someone said to me, right, you've been a dickhead, you're not allowed to come in Go on. I'd be like fucking sound. Sound. It will still pay you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you were terrible. But it's like you know when you watch cop shows and they're like you're suspended with full pay. I'd be like, see you later then. Yeah. Sound where where, you'll find me in the weather spoons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) On full pay. (laughs) On yeah, on full pay. I would have three meals a day in the weather spoons. (laughs) Do you reckon you'd last in prison, Callum? No. Not at all. Why? I would get stabbed immediately. I don't think you would. I think you'd just get passed around. Bumped a bit. You'd be alright that though, wouldn't you? No, not necessarily. No, I mean like voluntary you'd, bumming. You'd be like you'd be like the uh you'd be like the prison teddy bear. Oh teddy bear. Or do you reckon I'd find some hustle from somewhere? No. And I'd end no. up like no But why are you trying to make out as if you fucking streetwise the fuck? Because it's trying to go to prison. No, did you know you'll be you'll be the you'll be the bloke who walks around holding the other person's pockets. pockets. <laughs> Like tea bag off fucking hold, uh, hold this boy no one will touch you <laughs> off prison break do you reckon you'd last in prison Craig um don't tea bag off I'd be stabbed me you would when, be you would 100% be stabbed I'd be immediately I think I'd be alright you wouldn't even make it through the door the guards would stab you mate I think I'd be alright I think out of the three of us you'd do better in prison like Craig Callum would have all the sex he wants I'd be fucking shivved within 10 minutes yeah you'd be alright you I reckon I'm just 
Dan, I reckon I'll have other guards on side, me. though. Yeah, because you're a fucking grass. That's no, right. no, not from grassing, just from being like a half-decent person. No, you wouldn't, mate. You'd be the little knobhead that everyone's like, there's a fucking rat in here, where is it? And <laughs> Callum would be like, do you know what? Mr. Screw, Mr. Screw, he's got <laughs> narcotics in his room. And then you'd be getting Let's be honest, though, what the, fuck's Cal, what the fuck's Callum going to prison for? Probably fucking fraud. Benefit fraud. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. It's going to be something like, it's going to be like tax evasion or something like that, isn't it? That's all it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So he's not going to go to a fucking, he's not going to go to a fucking I'm not going to I'm not going to no, no. I'm going to Kirk, uh, me. Callum's in I'll be out gardening and washing cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be working in fucking Frank's the Baker's down the road. <laughs> I'll be out gardening and washing cars. I fucking would. Me mate. and Craig are being strange ways, and Callum will be getting a B tech in fucking flower planting. Yeah, literally. I'm doing me fucking GCSE in food technology. <laughs> Callum coming out with another degree in baking. How are you doing, Callum? How was your far stretch? Oh, sound mate. Yeah, yeah. sound mate. <laughs> Bread week was fucking wild. I tell you what, I really struggled with volivants, but when it came with the fuck and showpiece I didn't have whack up a leading tower piece <laughs> <laughs> Bread Week me Moran's on point now Bread Week was sound <laughs> me and Craig are getting fucking prison tats on our eyes <laughs> yeah. Cal- Callum's getting another pin for being star baker me and you caught with a fucking tear tattoo Callum comes out with a gingerbread man on his arm and a shirt full of RuPaul's Drag Race badges Fucking hell. Oh, oh, fuck I don't think we can top that. Should I was we, gonna say, should we leave it there? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, right. Thanks for listening. Fucking see you later. Love you. Bye. <laughs>